the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how people use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Now, Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of the Know the Name series. And in each weekly show, you get to hear the fascinating ways that people have discovered the genius in themselves and what that person was able to accomplish because of it. Remember, at the end of every show, you get to hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. Now, all over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And so how do we express those interests? How do we share them with others? And what is the diversity of possible interests? Tonight's guest is just amazing as she's developed her genius in the area of writing meaningful children's books that teach a core value lesson in every book. Now, out of all my guests that I've ever had, and I just absolutely adore Julie, but I have the hardest time with her name for whatever reason. So it's Julie Wart. It's W-O-I-K. And she'll pronounce it a whole lot better than I do. But she's a writer, a poet, who has created the character-building children's book series, The Life and Times of Lily the Lash. Now, having worked in the field of psychiatry and as a teacher's aide early in her career, Julie discovered her innate ability to connect with others. Her dynamic personality and inherent sensitivity enable her to relate to children of all ages, even all the way up through 100, those children too. And her relaxed demeanor allows her the opportunity to really instill the important life lessons that are found throughout each of her books. In addition to writing the anticipated 15 book series, which she's done quite a few already, she applies her meticulous attention to detail in all aspects of the book's development, from the art direction to the design to you know the layout, the printing to the distribution, and ultimately the advertising and promotion. 
Now, Julie's also the creator of an educational activities and motivational board game that accompany the series. And her tremendous energy and her own childlike playfulness help her to bond with children at book signings and authors and presentations around the country. So whether Julie is presenting to an entire school or speaking to a single individual, she is driven by a passion to empower the children to make a world a better place. She's a native of Wisconsin. However, I got to meet her while she's still living in Florida. And she's been married for 33 years now, 34 years now. Um, anyway, welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Julie. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Before we get started tonight, since you're sitting right there in the midst of this storm that's coming through, how are you and how is your storm affecting your area? Well, I'm in Sarasota, and so we're okay. Um, it has rained a couple of times with a little bit of wind coming through, but we've got nothing compared to the, um, you know, well, the Bahamas, for starters, and then everyone else even worried on the on the east coast of of everywhere, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and so forth. So um, we're very blessed and very happy to just be looking at uh, pretty sunny skies at this point. Oh, how nice to hear. I know that they were evacuating, mandatory evacuation with Savannah, Georgia yesterday by 12 noon. So it's, it is. It's a, it's a lot of work. It's just, it's such a preparation. And then as it's been on Facebook as well, waiting for a hurricane is like being stalked by a turtle. I mean, you wait and you wait and you wait, and then you're just not sure, and you go through all of this, you know, buying stuff and securing everything, and then it just doesn't, may not even happen, so it is what it is. Yeah, but I'd much rather be inconvenienced than have it actually happen. <laughs> well, absolutely, and too, with, you know, hurt, uh, with tornadoes or um, a fire or, you know, all those other different disasters, you don't, you know, you don't have any time. It happens, boom, it comes, and it can be disastrous. Where a hurricane, you get a chance to get yourself together as much as you possibly can. So we can't complain. Well, it's nice that you don't, and I think you all could. So, <laughs> Julie, I'm curious, simply because you were a teacher's aide, and I've been in education for 40 years. So would your English teachers in high school ever think that you'd be writing a series of books on building character? Well, I'm quite sure they didn't since I got a D minus in um, English in high school as a grade. <laughs> so um, I'm thinking probably not, um, nor would I have. But um, this kind of came, uh, uh, it came into action without my knowledge or without me planning um, I woke up in the middle of the night um, on my way to the girl's room and I wiped my cheek and an eyelash was on my finger. And as soon as I looked at the eyelash, um, a poem filled my head and it was about Lily the Lash. And it was, the poem originally was about a friend of mine and it was a, a, a situation she was going through that was difficult. Um, and from writing that poem, someone overheard it who worked in the publishing business um, at a big house for a long time. And she just said, Julie, wow, this is beautiful. You have got to change it and somehow make it for children. And that is how this all kind of came into action and into play um, without me really asking for it. The universe brought it to me. Yeah, but then you had to follow it up with more books. So when did you discover that you actually really did have a talent for continual writing and not it well, wasn't just when... a flash in the pan? Right. Well, when the poem was, you know, when the woman, this woman who worked at a large publish, publishing house, when she had said to me, oh, Julie, you know, um, this is just beautiful. This is better than, you know, 99% of the things that come across my desk. Um, I said, I told that to my husband. I said, yeah, she kind of thinks the poem is really neat and that I should do something with it. And he said, well, why don't you sit down and try? And that's kind of how I sat down. And then as I continued to write after the first book, they all follow the exact same pattern. Certain things happen. The story begins, and then Lily always kind of does a little oops in every story. And then I go back in time and tell you who Lily is and why she exists. And there's just pattern that goes with each book, um, which the children and the adults actually really like, because you can expect that that's what it's going to um, have in every book. It always covers a problem, and it always covers a solution. And um, the children get an opportunity to see how things can come into our lives that cause issues. 
Um, and then how are we going to solve it? How are we going to go about making things better and working it out? So how many books do you have now and how many do you plan to have? Okay, there's uh, there are six presently now. six, yep, and we just came out with um, the a new one came out about maybe about nine months ago, um, Art with Heart, um, about a pencil who is jealous of a paintbrush's um, artwork, and uh, jealousy is the problem and confidence is the, is the lesson because Pibbledy Pencil lost her confidence. Um, and she has to um, get over these jealous feelings. And it's also a bit about forgiveness as well, because she does something pretty, pretty unkind in the story. But Bellamy Brush um, forgives her. And um, so I kind of like that aspect of it, too, is that it shows that when we are truly sorry and we apologize, um, that we are able to forgive as well. Um, and that's for that's book six. And so we're working on number seven, and we're planning to have 15. But now we're working on television. So we are working on videos to, um, for educators and parents and homeschoolers to be able to play at home that will cover a particular issue. So it, could, it might be the, what the lesson in that book is. For example, the first book is about self-worth, but it could also be about helping children understand the importance of literacy. So we're going to come at diff- different angles with the different books to help children understand, again, different problems. I I just don't see you stopping at 15. There's so many great ideas. (laughs) Well, there's so many things that can come from the books, and that's one thing that I've learned about the television situation is that I really thought, well, well, okay, well, we only can do six episodes because we only have six books. But then um, the writers were like, no, Julie, there are so many different aspects that can come from each book. So, okay, in book three, it's about honesty, but also the octopus takes, responsibility for her actions Um, and it just kind of talks about um, different things that you can bring into play with each book that doesn't necessarily have to be about the main um, you know issue that I was covering from the beginning so I think there's a lot of different avenues that we're going to be taking with this television thing that is so exciting and somehow I must have lost count or track or something because I only own the first five and to hear that there's been a sixth one out I went and where was I (laughs) Yeah, well, it was only recently, though, like the last nine months. I think it was about nine months ago. So Yeah, but it it's still nine all. months. You know, that's yeah. long enough to give birth to a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, get caught up, darling. Get caught up. Well, I'll need to get my grandkids caught up. Yeah. You know? Yep. I mean, that's what I'm looking at. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm behind. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is the part of the show where we interpret a name. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to do this really fast because of the time limit. Uh, Julie's name indicates that she has a great sense of humor and that people will find her interesting such that they can listen to her for hours. Her name indicates she's brilliant and very intuitive, and yet she had to learn how to trust her intuition. She has a lot of self-confidence, a very generous heart, and is being highly independent, is normal. She could have reared herself. She didn't need parents. She just needed a room and board because she would have known from a very early age what she wanted and, and where she was and able to. And what I mean by what she wanted or what you wanted was that um, you knew to be good and you knew to follow the rules and you knew where you wanted to break them because of what you wanted that was different than what was being presented. So it was like you were self-directed ever since you were a little kid. Anyway, we need to take a break. Stay tuned. Know the name, know the genius in you, which can be heard on xzbn.net. And when after the break, we'll find out what inspired Julie to leave behind her psychiatry work and become totally devoted to writing books that has assisted children, regardless of the age, from five to 95 years old. Stay tuned. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? 
Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. You can always find all the links at knowthename.com on the schedule page. All you have to do is go to the calendar, click on a Thursday, and all the links are right there for you. So if you've missed one, it's really easy to get caught up. Our guest tonight is Julie. And Julie, how do you say your name, which is always so hard for me for some reason? Woik, like I woik all day and woik all night. You know, I hear that in my head with you saying it, and it still doesn't come out right (laughs) When That's okay. Go... Don't call me late for dinner. We're good otherwise. Okay, good. So anyway, Julie's website is lilythelash.com, and her Lily has two L's, so actually three L's, L-I-L-L-Y, lilythelash.com. And I didn't give you a chance to react at all to your name being read. <laughs> so I want to give you well, that opportunity. I, it's amazing because I actually m- moved out of my parents' home when I was 14 um, all good. Everything was good, but I lived in a town and then about two miles away, um, the family had just had a baby and the mom and dad obviously had to get back to work and they had had a three-year-old. So they kind of needed a nanny. And so I said to my parents, do you mind? I was babysitting already all the time, every weekend since I had been 12 years old. So I was very responsible. And so I said to my parents, do you mind if I, you know, go and take this job Monday through Friday, come home and stay on the weekend, but then live with them during the week. So, yeah, I, I've been independent and I've been, um, an, we always called it an old soul. I just feel like I've had an old soul um, and I know what we need to do. When you talk about doing the right thing, doing the right thing is so simple. If you are honest, you don't have to worry about what lie you told. Life is so much more simplistic if you try to just keep it simplistic. So if I don't have to lie and I can just tell you the truth, granted, you might not like it all the time, but it would just be simpler. And we live more complex lives because people don't live, you know, they, 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 their self-worth isn't strong, so they don't feel good about themselves. So they feel jealousy and they don't feel the ability to pull others up. Um, it's just sad because the basics of life, if we could just all live them. Well, and I just think lazy people can tell the truth all the time because they don't have to work so hard to remember what lie they told to whom. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Right. it's You're just so right. much easier. And and I will tell you, even if the truth is hard to hear, I think the truth is still so much easier to deal with than a lie. Absolutely. And I can tell you then, too, you know, all that, gosh, you know, I'm sorry or, the, you know, I, I don't really like that. But at least I know I can trust that what you're saying to me is always going to be true. So that's another thing. And I just, you know, people get away from these basics, you know, having confidence and, and have, you know, respecting themselves and others. If you don't respect yourself, 
well, I don't know how you expect others to respect you. So, you know, if you're showing disrespect for yourself and that you're not living a relationship that's healthy or, you know, you're, you're hiding behind alcohol or drugs or, you know, different things like that. I'm not talking about social drinking. I'm talking about, you know, beyond that. You know, it's just, it makes life so much more complex and full of drama and just more difficult to live. I, I have a question for you because you're teaching this book series on, on really ethics, right, and morals and everything that are just fabulous books. And I love the illustrations. But, I mean, I know that when, when my kids were little, I literally told them, this is the game people play with Santa Claus. And so this is the history of Santa Claus and where he came from and whatnot. And I will play Santa Claus for you as long as you would like to have Santa Claus gifts. You know, and I'm right. happy to carry that tradition for you, but I want you to know that there is no Santa Claus from the very get-go. And then with the Tooth Fairy, we did the same thing. We said this is a game people play and that you put your tooth underneath the pillow at night and then the Tooth Fairy, which is really your parents, come and put the money underneath your pillow while you're right. sleeping. Well, I was great for my son, and then one night I forgot for my daughter, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I must have been really busy. And my son came to me, and he says, you are a horrible Tooth Fairy. <laughs> You forgot she looked for her money. You and got went, fired as the tooth fairy. I thought, oh my gosh. So I went to my daughter and I said, you know what? You were really lucky the tooth fairy forgot. And she looked at me like, why? And I go, well, instead of getting a dollar, you get $2. And if oh, she forgets nice. dollars. You know, I said, it must be your lucky day. She forgot. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's always a way to make it okay. Absolutely. You know, but I never... I never lied to them about anything because my understanding for myself was if I never lie, they will know that I'm always telling them the truth to the best that I know at the time I'm telling them. Yeah. My mom and dad were very much the same. And uh, when my brother and I, there, there were five of us, but I had a brother who was only two years older than I. And when we were going out in high school and so forth, of course, my mom was always believing that, you know, being in Wisconsin, that uh, we were dead in a ditch if we weren't home at the time we were supposed to be home. That's right. And um, so I, all she wanted, and my dad and mother, all they wanted for us to call and let them know where we were. And my brother never did it. He was two years older than I. He never did it. And I did it all the time. And it was just the difference between my mom and dad being so frustrated with my brother and not with me. Um, I'm sure they didn't like sometimes that I didn't come home on time or whatever. Don't get me wrong. I'm not you know, saying I was an angel. But just the fact that I would call and say, Mom, it's snowing right now, and I can't get a ride home, and we're just up the street. You know, if you want to know where we are, you can come here and get me if you want. You know, but it was the fact that she knew where I, you know, where I was. And that, and that was you were lot. safe. Yep. Well, and when I reared my kids, I had one basic rule, is you have a lot of rights, but you do not have the right to cause your parents to worry. Yeah. And so if you're coming home late, is that going to cause your mom or dad to worry? You bet it is. If you're, you know, we go through all these scenarios. This is what causes mom and dad to worry. These things don't. And so it was really easy when the kids would say, well, we'd like to do blah, blah, blah. And I'd say, is that going to cause your mom to worry? And then they think about it. And they were self-regulating then because right. they knew they didn't get yep. that right. They had all the other rights, but not that one. <laughs> yep. You know, so anyway, I met you when you had a booth at a fair and you were selling your books. And People were crying at your booth. And so was it challenging to bring your books and ideas out to people? And why did so many people cry? Well, I think a lot of people get very emotional. They still do. I'm still doing the art shows, and they still do. It's such a wonderful way to meet customers. Um, if you're sitting in a bookstore, then you're only going to meet people coming in for a book where I meet people who are coming out to have some fun. They're going to have some coffee or lunch or maybe some wine or dinner, that kind of thing, and you meet all these different people. And they get emotional because when they realize how our world is and that it is ever-changing and that it is ever-difficult for the children, nonetheless us adults, to maneuver it and manage it and drive it, um, they're so happy to know that somebody's got books out there that are going to help their children or grandchildren get on the right track. I have educators who come to my booth. They will not only buy one, but they can't, they can't help themselves. They'll buy all six at this point because they just, it's something, each book has something that can teach their classrooms. And the, for a little bit, 
um, good character wasn't really um, taught in the schools. The curriculum had sort of changed, and so schools sort of dropped it, like, you know, music and art and things like that. All the fun stuff. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but it's come <laughs> back now. Schools are really into it. Schools are realizing, realizing how important um, art and uh, music and teaching good character is. If they start off every, you know, the school year and then every month even have a different, you know, this month is respect, this month is going to be honesty, you know, that type of thing. Um, The school, the students, the staff, everybody just runs better. It's just, we, you can say what you want about having laws and things that we need, rules we need to follow, but we do need rules. We're a world that needs rules. When there are no rules, we are running amok and people don't know we need structure. Can and you so imagine our streets and our roads with no rules? Absolutely not. It just wouldn't work. So wouldn't we work. must have structure. We must have rules. And it makes us feel good. And we're following along. We're doing it on, you know, I'm not talking about the obscure, but I'm talking about, you know, when we're doing the right thing and we're, and we're, we're being kind and we're being respectful, even if we feel like we feel one way and I don't agree with you, I don't have to be angry with you. I can still disagree with you, but I need to respect you. I, I need to listen and understand why do you think that? Why is it that you think that about that particular subject and I don't feel that way? Because perhaps if I took the time to listen to you, I might actually learn something. And I might even change my mind. If you really had, you know, something there and you were going to tell me and help explain to me why you felt that that was not good or why it was good, whichever way, listening, we just are all too quick to not listen anymore. And we've we've got to settle down. We've got to be patient. Um, My next book um, is about responsibility, but my book after that is going to be about patience because I do feel that we are all too quick on the draw. I have a quickie question for you. I, with everything that's happening with the Epstein Island that everybody knew in Florida about it anyway before the world knew about it, um, are you going to put out a book on how to avoid child abuse or sex offenders or that my, I have a right to my own body? Had, um, had that been in your series or, or not? Yeah, probably not because I, I don't really cover that kind of thing. I've had people approach me about death. I've had people approach me about divorce. Um, about, um, you know, gay relationships, um, all of that's all part of our world and everything. But um, I'm just going to stick with, you know, good character. Um, next one is responsibility. The one after that will be patience. Um, there will be um, empathy. Um, so some of those can fall into okay. that category. But Hold that real. thought because we need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com. On the schedule page is the link. This show is dedicated to helping children learn grace and social grace and becoming empowered individuals. So after the break, we're going to hear more. Stay tuned. Shamanic Art School proudly presents the Gathering of Shaman 2019 Fall Retreat, Manifestation Samhain. Join me, Certified Shamanic Instructor Gwilda Wiecka, in the magnificent Colorado Mountains this November 2nd and 3rd for a life-changing event. Participate in unique teachings and ceremonies that will put the power and magic of shamanic manifestation into your hands. Sit in circle with like-minded individuals, sharing group energy and the power it generates. Classes will be held in a facility next to the beautiful, majestic Arkansas River further empowering the experience. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or email touchin at findyourpathhome.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, Join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. 
Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Julie White, who can be reached via her website, lilythelash.com. Now, right before the break, and I'm sorry I had to cut you off a little bit there, you were talking about the 15 books that are in the series and how you're staying. It sounded to me like you're staying on really universal topics versus those that religion or politics or family issues or whatever can teach you to, to have a difference of opinion. Yes, I just want to stick with the good character that I feel are the basics that, you know, we've kind of slipped away from. Um, all other topics are absolutely necessary, and there are other books out there. But sometimes it's not my, it wouldn't be in my wheelhouse. For example, my parents were never divorced. So it would be difficult for me to get my head around literally how that would have felt to be six, seven, eight, nine years old and have all that chaos and, and usually unhappiness going on in the household. Um, I have been approached numerous times to write about sibling death. Well, again, I've never had, fortunately, never had anything like that happen to me. Um, I can imagine that it would be very confusing and very um, almost frightening to be five, six years old and all of a sudden, wow, everybody's wearing black and people are bringing food over and um, mom's crying all the time and curled up in a ball on the bed. I mean, wow, but it didn't happen to me. So I think those things should be covered by persons who've either had it happen to them or have been in that environment as it did because they could get to the true guts of that situation. So, and, and, and they can relate. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's really got to come from your soul. I mean, it's got to be told ever so gently. It's got to be, my books are very gentle. They come at it in a very soft, gentle way. But yeah, those subjects need to be handled by someone who's experienced those, those subject lines. Um, I, I'm a firm believer that, 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 that they can be written, but they would just be, you know, it would be very important to be written by someone who's experienced it. Now, your illustrations in your books are fabulous. Now, I know you started with Mark Tobin as your illustrator, and then you switched after a while, but the yeah. illustrations are still fabulous. Talk to us about that, how you made those decisions. Um, well, just needed it to be fabulous. Um, you know, we do, um, I'm a self-published person, so um, especially when you're doing that. It's different when you're with a big publishing house like Simon & Schuster or Scholastic because they can push their books and they can buy spots on shelving and they can do all sorts of little tricks and things um, that can sell that book regardless whether it's even a good book. 
Um, so I just knew that I needed I needed it for it to be beautiful, for to people want to purchase the books, and I knew it, they needed to be spectacular because I wanted the children to feel the feelings that are occurring in the books. When the octopus is crying, standing at the podium, talking to the community that she didn't realize that when she was taking things that it was a problem. She just loved the things and was taking them because she loved them, not because she thought it was wrong, but she was ever so sorry. And she has big, big tears in her eyes. And that needs to come across. So, yeah, the illustrations, um, like now we have Joe Palmasano, and in this sixth book, um, Pibble pours paint over Bellamy Brush's um, beautiful painting in the middle of the night. And when Pibble Dee Pencil says sorry to her and is ever so sorry, she is deeply sorry, doesn't even know how she's going to be able to make up for it, it is beautifully done. And Bellamy it, it forgives her and turns to everyone and helps everyone to understand that, you know, when, when we say sorry, it's an opportunity for forgiveness. So I just need the children to love the books in that way so they can get to understand deeply the what I'm trying to teach. So illustrations are important. They're very important and, and your books are absolutely gorgeous. So Thank when you. you start out and I know that that you've been now working and your books are just available everywhere and they're coming in different formats and I mean everybody has fallen in love with your books. But you know, nothing at the beginning is ever easy because you're starting something brand new. So what were your stumbling blocks along the way and how did you overcome them? Mm, well, I thought when I got a website, I thought, well, everybody's just going to come running and they're all going to purchase my books. I'm going to sell millions of books immediately. But when no one knows your website, they have no idea about your website. So that's one thing is that you just have to start getting it out there. Um, again, Art and, and craft shows, um, being out there in the public like that is super helpful because word of mouth remains big. And so I don't, I have never gone to any school to ask them if I can speak at their school. I meet teachers, I meet principals, I meet guidance counselors and librarians. And when I meet them, then they usually get a book or six. And then they go back to the school and take a brochure and pitch having me come and speak. So my presentations are 100% built on word of mouth through educators that I've met. And, of course, when they meet me, you know, I'm just naturally passion, passionate about what I'm teaching. I just need these children and everyone to start coming up to the plate and doing the right thing. So it comes across, and they know that it will when they um, – uh, you know, have me come visit as well. And I've just joined a site, which is um, for authors and illustrators that speak around the world. And then I have now a different website called just www.juliewoik.com. And it's literally really specifically about my presentations. So if a librarian or a principal or a school wants to um, find anything out about um, having me come to their school, then they would go to that website as well. And so what is that website for anybody that's listening? That JulieWoik.com. It's literally just my name, www.JulieWoik.com. Okay, and the last name again is W-O-I-K, everybody. Correct, correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep. so so Julie, um, you started writing this series of books literally to change the lives of children. So how did these books change your life? Oh, wow. Well, I had pretty much lost hope um, when this ever first happened, when I literally wiped my cheek and was kind of just, you know, trying to wipe some sleep away. Um, I just felt like, wow, we were in a mess. I was stopped watching the news like 13, 14 years ago because it was literally giving me anxiety. Um, I was worried that we were just on the wrong path completely. I don't know what had happened, but for somehow we had gone in the wrong direction. But then from the books and meeting the children and meeting all these people that I meet every weekend, because I probably meet 1,000 to 1,500 people every weekend. And when I meet these people, um, oh, my God, they're the cream of the crop. we got tons of people doing – we've got many, many, many more wonderful people doing wonderful things. And it could be from a church filling up backpacks for children in their communities and their neighborhoods that, you know, are just un, uh, unable to um, have those kinds of supplies 
to, you know, someone making food for, um, you know, the elderly, people working on Meals on Wheels. Um, it's, just, it's just endless. The amount of people that I meet who, when they walk by my booth and they see my plaques that say in big words, balance and um, honesty and respect and self-worth, when they see those words, then they're drawn over to the books and they see the illustrations, of course, and so forth. And then they start talking to me and they talk to me about what they're doing. And so in the end of the day, this has given me massive hope because I also meet children at schools and they are saving up their pennies for a teacher who has breast cancer or, you know, somebody in their community broke their leg and that mom and dad have, you know, no health insurance. And so they're helping just anything. And these kids are stepping up to the plate. They are doing good things. And that just, that just tells me that it's okay. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope. On the worst day, there are that many more people that are marvelous. Well, even with this hurricane right now, again, a woman on the news was, you know, they were, they were just regular people getting a whole bunch of stuff together to take to some airplane that was going to fly over there. And she said, you know what? It doesn't take much. And it was like, that's it. If everybody does a little bit, okay, not maybe not everybody right now can help with the hurricane, but then two weeks from now or a month from now, they can help with something else. And that's what we just need to keep in mind is that we can help each other. We can do the right thing. We can be kind and we can pull together and make this world a better place together. Okay. So I'm going to give you a real challenge here. You have exactly one minute. How do you describe the free educational materials on your website, lilythelash.com, including your board game? What would you like to say? You have one minute. There are teacher lesson plans that can be used at home as well, um, and they are from pre-K to fifth grade. There are five activities for every grade level, and they are everything from um, word searches to comprehension of stories to mathematics. Then we have diverse directions, which are lesson plans that work with behavioral issues that cover things, um, difficulties of children having behavioral issues. Um, the board game is motivational. It can be printed for free. Um, people love, love, love that. It can also be purchased as well now. We have it printed. Um, and then we have another board game now, which um, is called Sunny Signs, and it's learning the ABCs in sign language and then 26 words. Beautifully done. I think it is an amazing website. Everybody definitely go to lilylash.com. I mean, it's amazing how much you're giving away for free to enable classrooms to be able to use the materials as a learning thing and not cause extra work for the teacher. Just yeah, amazing. They've got enough on their plate. They can use some extra help. Uh, I, I so agree. Now, we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard right now on xzbn.net and Exxon Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com on the schedule page. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what Julie has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. 
They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Julie Wirt, whose website is lilythelash.com, and Lily is spelled L-I-L-L-Y. It's two L's in the middle, and again, the third L is the one that it starts with. She's taken her fabulous communication skills to a level where she's able to write enticing stories that share how to have ethics and how to get along in today's world. And she serves so many others in this capacity. It, it's just amazing. I happen to absolutely love her books. Like I said, I forgot I was, I didn't realize I was one behind now for my grandchildren. And so, Julie, each of your books not only is intended to build character, but also it donates to a charitable organization. In other words, each of your books is raising money for a particular cause. So I don't think people knew that. And I want to know, how did you choose your cause? And when did you decide to use your books to help raise money for the different causes? Well, from the very beginning, my friend Irene had had breast cancer, and so um, we wanted to give towards um, breast cancer for her. And she worked with the Tampa, um, uh, uh, an organization, a hospital up there. And so we literally give to that that hospital. So sometimes it's an organization like this last book. It was it's Down syndrome. So we didn't really choose a Down syndrome like the national organization or the, you know, there's different, there's a million different organizations for Down syndrome. We've just said Down syndrome because we have, I have family members, we have, um, I've done things for organizations. We just have the ability to give to Down syndrome, whoever needs it for whatever reason. So we've got uh, the third book is cystic fibrosis. Um, uh, we have uh, just, we just, as it comes along, it depends. Like if I have a friend who has a situation, um, book four is for autism. That had nothing to do with anybody in particular. I had just met so many children with autism that were just so cool and were just so bright. And I just wanted to bring some attention to the fact that these families need some help with making sure that they have the tools to be able to, you know, get through each day um, because these kids are so bright and they're so awesome. And if the parents need some help with some different, you know, things to help their family function better, um, we wanted to help give towards that. So I just think that is the most beautiful gift, along with the gift of your books all by itself, you know, that then to have this added bonus. I just think it's so incredible. I like to tell everybody about that. Um, Julie, what's the basis of your deep desire to serve other people? Hmm. Um, I'm a sinner too. 
So I've done plenty of things that I wish I could um, erase and uh, start over, um, but that's not the way it works. You do things in your life, and then you learn from them, and then you, in I think majority of the people's cases, you learn from it, you want to move forward and be a better person. I think as you get older as well, you you people want to serve like i said it could be meals on wheels it could be taking care of the neighbor it could be you know it's little things as well and i just feel like you know the more that we show an example to one another of those acts as small as they are that kind of thing is contagious and when i tell the children all the time at schools when i see one of you open a door or i saw um, two young boys come in one day, and one boy was probably fourth grade and one was in kindergarten. The little kindergartner, it was his brother, you could see they came in together, they looked like brothers. And the little one was struggling with getting his jacket off, and his bigger brother, you know, helped him get his jacket, jacket off, helped him hang it up. Um, his little brother gave him a big hug after this and then went off on his day. Now, I know that that made that little boy feel so much better about his day because already the struggles he was feeling were quickly, you know, managed with the help of his brother. And I tell students, when I see you doing that, it reminds me to be a better person. And I just think we have to keep reminding each other. We just have to keep doing that because that's what's going to help us get through. You know, life is tough. It is what it is. Some days are exciting and awesome and amazing, and some days are, are dreadful and, and devastating and heartbreaking. And we just got to hang on. We got to hang on to each other, and we need to help each other move forward in a happy, healthy way. Are there any plans to spread your books around the world? Um, oh, yeah, they, they already are. I mean, we have many, many outlets that um, have got them globally. I have so many customers who purchase them and buy many of them and take them to Indonesia, that they have schools in um, Africa and um, all over, um, a lot of Christian, uh, Jewish, um, uh, all sorts of different organizations who purchase many of them, and then they take them and, 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 and deliver them to these different schools all over the world. Now, the last time we had talked, you had just had a lady buy a bunch of books for Uganda. So yes. I was wondering if she's still in contact with oh, you or if that is. spread. And... Yeah, and then what was so funny, one day she put a picture on Facebook, and it was a teacher reading the book to the students sitting outside. They were under like a, um, like a, um, a, 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 it was a shelter, like a wooden shelter, and, but it was outside, and then all of them, they were all in their plastic chairs, and they were sitting in a circle, and she was reading this book. And all of a sudden, I looked, and I was like, I wrote her, and I said, Cynthia, I think that's my book. And she goes, oh, it is. She goes, it's Jungle Dive. She says, the kids just love your books, Julie, absolutely love them. So, you know, it's just, again, it's one step at a time, one child at a time, one person at a time, and all of us holding hands and remembering that we can reach out and we can hold on and that we should be empowering one another. If our self-esteem is healthy and strong, we want to pull people up. We have no desire to push them down. We have no desire to put them down. It's all about bringing them up as far as we possibly can. Well, and the last time we spoke, you were just um, thinking about or you had just signed a contract for or whatever, but I know the next thing was your books were going to come out in different formats from paperback, that were less expensive to the nice covered hardback, whatever, yes, so that everybody could purchase. Yep, we're still working on that. And um, But kind of sort of television came along, and that kind of moved things in a different way. And we're on a website, um, too. We sell our products on Teachers Pay Teachers. And Teachers Pay Teachers is such a big website because it's all about teachers helping other teachers, and then yes. authors can be on it as well. And so um, everyone is very, very, very interested in having videos that are fun and that help children learn either good character, a social skill, or social-emotional development. You know, if you get pushed down on the playground, how are you going to respond? Well, I'm going to push them back. Well, yeah, you could push somebody back. That's correct. But what's a better way? How can we respond in a better way that would be helpful for everybody to have a, a good result? So we just need to help, again, everybody learn the right way to respond. I get frustrated, too. I'm not always perfect in doing the right thing. But oh, having you're a reminder. Human. <laughs> is, what? I said, oh, you're human. <laughs> yes, yes. 
And I tell the kids that all the time. Don't look to me for perfection because that's not what I'm asking from you. I'm asking you to be a good example and be the best you can be as often as you can. And when you make a mistake, be sorry about it and um, apologize for it and set it right. Yeah. What If you could change one thing about how people understand things or how they look at the world and, and you could have a magic wish that this one thing everybody would get, what would that be? Hmm, probably better listening skills. I think we're all quick to want to hear our, you know, hear ourselves defend what we believe in, may it be political or, you know, religious or, um, you know, black, white versus Asian versus just we need to listen. We need to sit down and we need to settle down and we need to listen to a person's opinion. We don't have to like it. We don't have to believe it to be true in the end, but it's so, it, we gain so much knowledge and so much understanding. I've always said that if there was one thing that I could get that, man, if I could get this, it would be awesome. And that would be to have and learn every language in the world. I don't need looks. I don't need, you know, to be immortal. I don't need money. But if you could speak every language in the world, imagine what kind of communication could exist. You know, they have machines now that translate just as fast as you talk into them. I, I, I know. The major religion, I love it. The major... I love, love, love that. Whoever created it, excellent idea. Because, again, I think, you know, it's the understanding for each other differently than chippy choppy stuff as we're trying to say, you know, or speak louder. Water. Do you have water? Um, you know, <laughs> it always we, amazed me where people, if they didn't understand the language got louder, like all of a oh, sudden, oh, it's give me, them honey, that's me for sure. <laughs> I'm somehow thinking you're understanding me if I say it louder, but if we yeah. all really understood each other and could really feel compassion for one another, we would have that empathy for one another and you'd be able to think, wow, I've walked in their shoes. I've seen how they live. This is why this person is this way. And this the is judgments why would go away. Struggles. Yeah. Hey, Julie, thank you so much for taking oh my the time God, to darling. join us. Thank Always you for having pleasure. me on. It was lovely, as be, always. Be prepared, surprised, and so very pleased when you get to experience and read any of Julie's books. They're just incredible. And the pictures themselves, you can ask so many questions of your kids just about the pictures. It is so cool. Her website, again, is lilythelash.com. You can also go to her name, Julie, and the last name is spelled W-O-I-K. So also her name is a different website that you can get more material there. Now, Julie's name indicates that she excels at saying things in an interesting way and has a great sense of humor. This is found in the first vowel of the first name being a U. So anybody who has a first vowel of a U has a short attention span because they're just exciting, they're living, they're out there, they're just fun to be with. And they say things in interesting ways, but they get bored easily. So you got to keep going and move fast. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every weekday at various hours right here on XZBN.net radio and Zone radio station and on knowthename.com. Please listen, go to the archives and listen some more. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth, signing. How would your life change if you could develop the business and personal skills that you need in order to make more money? Do you want to learn how to achieve your big life goals faster? then go to findhiddenmoney.com and get the Goal For It online course. The course teaches you how you can set and achieve your biggest goals while completely overcoming the roadblocks to your goals so that you can realize your dreams and imagine more success. Go to findhiddenmoney.com. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hyde can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. 
visit iconquality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking.